Warning. This podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved today. I want to chat to you about something we have spoken about a couple of times. The word influence um, has been the subject of quite a bit of my content recently, um, largely fueled um, because we're up to, in two of my um, group coaching cohorts at the minute, we're up to week six, which is all about influence. And I've sort of had some really interesting conversations. Additionally, I was taking my little girl up to bed, The uh, so India, she's seven years old now, and she was leading the way, walking up the stairs, and she was walking painfully slowly. I put my hands on her hips and tried to get her to move a little bit faster, but she didn't. It had the, uh, the opposite effect. She pushed against my hands and started walking even slower, and this... I believe, is what happens in a lot of teams, in a lot of businesses, when we start to push change faster than the other person wants to go. When we start to push change faster than the other person wants to go. Often, we have set deadlines and targets to hit a particular plan and a Gantt chart. That's irrespective of everybody that we need to to do whatever it is that we want them to do. Now, those Gantt charts and those plans have been developed in isolation. And so we are trying to get people to do things by a particular deadline that we've set that has got absolutely nothing to do to them. A bit like bedtime for a child. Um, India, it's time to go to bed. Go upstairs now, hands on hips. No, it's going slow because trying to delay it, go the pace that she wanted to go, that she was comfortable. And it would have been a lot easier we would have got there a little bit faster, not maybe on schedule or or at the my normal walking pace, but we would have got a little bit faster if I hadn't put my hands on her hips. If I'd have just let her walk at the pace that she was going, as opposed to me trying to get her to go faster. And I think this is an important lesson in leadership and in change. Often we don't necessarily understand where the starting position or everybody is, and whether they actually want to go at the pace that you're going. Because often if we are pushing, they will push back. We spoke about connection a few times, and and it is important that people connect on three different levels. Connect to you as a person. Connect to the problem that you're trying to overcome and or the, the, the vision of where you're trying to get to. And connect to the solution, the how you're going to you're going to get there. And I think if you push any of those or that people don't necessarily resonate or connect, then they are more more likely to resist, more likely to push back and more likely to, to prevent you from moving as fast as you could. Maybe not as fast as you like, but as fast as you could. And everybody moves at the pace that they want to go. And ultimately, in fact, on one of these uh, sessions that I had, uh, this this past week on on influence with uh, two separate leadership teams, I asked what was 
the definition of influence. And I go around the room and I ask everybody to define what influence means to them. And one lady, she said influence means to her to get people to do what she wants them to do, to get people to do what she wants them to do. And then my my comeback to that was, what's the difference between influence based on that definition and manipulation? And we had a, an insightful conversation about how influence and manipulation may be similar, may not be similar. What's the differences? And and really, I I believe that there is a line between influence and manipulation, and that line is a line of self orientation. So the line of selfless to selfish. And if the other person, and remember, this is this is always all about the other person. If the other person, through their eyes, their belief is that the change that is happening is not for their gain, then why would they do anything different? Why would they support it if it's not for the betterment, if it's not for easier work, if it's not for more enjoyable work, if it's not to make it safer, if it's not to make it quicker, if they do not benefit from it and can't relate to the benefit that you're proposing, why? Why would they do what you want them to do? Like, why would my little girl go to bed when she doesn't want to go to bed? She wants to stay up and play. That's far more enjoyable than going to bed and going to sleep at like eight o'clock at night when she could still stay watching YouTube or um, watching Netflix or playing with her toys. That's the same as what happens in business because we don't necessarily spend enough time understanding the perspectives of the people that we are trying to get to change. Um, people don't necessarily mind change. They don't like, or people don't fear change. They fear being changed predominantly. People don't fear change. They fear being changed. And they fear that change if, if it's something that they fundamentally disagree with. If you... If you really wanted to be fitter, be healthier, to stand into whatever it is, then you might fear doing that, but that's a, an apprehension. But you know, and you've got the desire that you want to um, to deliver and to do this thing. But if you don't want to do it, then you're going to fear it more because you prefer where you are now um, and it doesn't require you to change. So... Influence is a key trait in a lot of leadership roles. Um, and if you ask people what they mean by influence and how they currently influence and what's the optimal way to influence people, you will get a whole host of different definitions, different understandings and different approaches. But I think ultimately it's about the person that you are trying to influence. If you can start with them, understand where they are, connect them to um, the solution, connect them to the problem and get them to resonate and relate to it and connect to them on a human level, then that will help you overcome a degree of the resistance. But then there's also some other things which we have definitely spoken about in a podcast before and there's a fuller episode on it where I've introduced PSC, personal social environmental triggers to help you get people to think about doing these things or personal, um, which is probably the go-to influencing strategy for people, because there's typically three influencing strategies that that you will see. Number one, personal. What's in it for the person? 
what's in it for the person, and that's where people labour a lot of the, uh, a lot of their conversations on social. Can you demonstrate other people doing what it is that you want these people to do? As humans, we love to belong. We love to belong. If you go to a hotel, it might say 73% of other hotel guests use their towel more than once, which they are trying to get you to consciously think about the towel, the environment, but fundamentally about belonging to the majority in and conforming to that, so using social influence and demonstrating that actually the majority of people role model the the behaviour that you want. And then the third thing about environment is making the environment, making it easier environmentally to do the right thing as opposed to the wrong thing. So if you wanted to start flossing your teeth, put your floss next to your toothbrush. If you want to um, have a, a daily huddle and with a whiteboard, then make sure that the room supports having the whiteboard don't. Um, get a whiteboard and then for it to be left out in the, and reliant upon having to be wheeled in and out every single day because after a period of time, people might not do that because the environment is not supporting and you're building a layer of friction between what you want to happen and what is actually happening. So you want to make it as easy as possible to do the right thing. You want to be able to demonstrate and role model and, and you want to be able to role model, but you also want to demonstrate other people um, doing the thing, whether that's in in written form with stats or whether it's actually physically showing people doing the thing that you want them to do. And then what's in it for them? And the what's in it for them can be that the thing around the connection thing as well, connecting to you, connecting to the solution and connecting to the problem that you're trying to overcome. Often we push and we push because we're trying to turn something from red to green we're pushing because we've got deadlines that we've set but those deadlines that we've set are irrelevant about everybody that's in front of you everybody that you're working with and and maybe if you just went at a pay, the pace of them um, and the pace of everybody it might be far easier people might be adopting change a little bit easier a little bit better and it might go a lot more smoother as well but you'll you'll definitely definitely have more acceptance and chance of sustainability if everybody believes and everybody wants to do what it is that you're trying to get them to do. So, yeah, so I was just thinking about my little girl going up to bed, hands on hips, uh, my hands on her hips, trying to get her to walk up the stairs faster. That's what we do in change. We try to get people to move a little bit quicker, but often they can't see how they would benefit from moving a little bit quicker. So what can you do to help them see help them connect to the solution, to the problem, and to you? Um, and then how can you use some of the um, some of the triggers, the what's in it for you, the social and role modeling, and then the environmental factors to make it easier to do the right thing as opposed to do the wrong thing um, in your quest to deliver change, to lead people, and to get everybody to do the right thing, whatever that is, whatever that is. So yeah, uh, just a short podcast on influence. There are a few other podcasts that have the word influence in them and hopefully collectively together, um, these are helping you to deliver or lead change in the way that you want to. Have an amazing week and we will chat again next. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.